approach to a receptive green with a makeable putt. By the same token, if you live a good life, it will all turn out well. But we Scots know better. We know that bad breaks and bad bounces do occur. You don't always get what you deserve in golf or in life. However, we cling to the thought that from a bad spot, we might make a great recovery, which, of course, is our hope for redemption. I often think of this very philosophy when I meet a Ross course at Essex or Pinehurst Number 2. He puts in bounces where even though you land in the fairway, it can end up anywhere, and that's golf. To understand Pinehurst and amateur golf, let's go back in history. Originally, some of the great players of the early game were not amateurs, but professionals. Professionals in those days didn't make much money. I am talking about the Scottish days, where golf had its beginnings and the game evolved early to people playing matches that involved some money. There were all kinds of challenge matches between leagues with Scottish players and later involving people from England. This was important to the evolution of the competitive game of golf as we know it. This group, which was made up of several clubs, eventually became known as the governing body of the Open Championship in 1860 in Prestwick. When Tom Morris Jr. won the Open Belt, the Challenge Belt, similar to an archery or jousting trophy, for the third time, the belt disappeared. There was no open championship because of it. But the leading local clubs got together and the British Open evolved from a Scottish event to a British event. And later, at the request of the leading clubs in Britain, the Royal and Ancient Golf Club agreed to have its Rules of Golf Committee serve as such for the entire game. It took the RNA 11 years from the time the initial request was made to seize it, but it took only five months from the time the RNA recommended it themselves before it was enacted by their spring and fall meeting, April and September. By the end of that year, in 1892, the RNA had become the governing body. But the clubs were the ones who to this day are the hosts for the Open Championship. This is important, because the USGA was the governing body from 1897, when the rules of golf of the governing body became the rules of golf for the game. This happened in May of 1897. Meanwhile, two and a half years earlier, in December of 1894, the USGA was formed as the governing body of America. Curiously, the same year Pinehurst was formed. The point is that the USGA is the senior governing body to the R&A. This is the overall context. After 30 years of people playing for money, the game was then formally developed and grew thanks to the Victorian cycle of new golf clubs and the Caledonian age of sporting people. The game of golf became established as the proper thing for gentlemen to do. The U.S. amateur became the main event, played first at the Newport Club in Rhode Island. The Open Championship was scheduled the next day as an add-on. And as the Victorian age flourished, golf became part of it. It's also true that we were fortunate that some of the great players of the amateur game were still named players in the professional game in Britain and this country. Bob Jones was the most famous of these, but he was not the first. Walter Travis, for example, won three U.S. amateurs in four years, and he also won the British amateur in 1904. He created quite a furor because he used the center-shafted putter, the Schenectady putter, which was finally banned in 1909. The center-shafted putter and the stymie were at the center of the negotiations in 1951 when the RNA and the USGA got together to discuss the merging of the rules of golf. They were fighting mad that a non-Brit won the British Amateur Championship.
The game was growing with both great amateur players and great professional players in Britain and America. From the Jones era through 1930, in roughly half of the Open Championships in this country, an amateur either won or was runner-up. You might say that the amateur was the main driver of the competitive game. I gave a talk at the centennial of the U.S. Amateur in 1995, won by Tiger Woods at the Newport Club in Rhode Island. I asked, What is the amateur spirit? It is something Dick Tufts thought and felt very strongly about. Golf and sportsmanship include two basic elements, courtesy and integrity. And, of course, rules of etiquette are more about attitude than they are behavioral. And the Bob Jones Award for Sportsmanship, which is the USGA's highest honor, is given annually to amateurs and professionals in honor of the tradition of the amateur spirit. Fortunately, we haven't lost all that. Most of the ink in this country goes to the PGA Tour, and rightly deserved.